All right, it's time for Breakfast at the Homestyle. We're going to send it off to Annandale with the president of the Annandale Area Chamber of Commerce, Jeremy Wheeler. Good morning, everybody. Jeremy Wheeler here bringing you breakfast at the Homestyle Country Cafe. We're excited. We've got great guests today. Of course, we are live from Annandale. We've got I guess that are focusing on things happening in and around the Annandale Area Chamber of Commerce. One thing before we get on to our guests, I do want to bring up, and I, I don't even have it out on the Annandale Chamber of Commerce Facebook page, which is one of the best places that you can find all the things happening in Annandale. But we had a great chili cook-off, our annual chili cook-off this past weekend, Memorial Day weekend. We had a little bit of a hang-up with the votes. We had so many votes cast, and some of them were cast via the website that we had, and some of them were cast the old-fashioned paper way. It took us a little while to get all of that information tabulated, and honestly, the last couple of days, I've been a little bit busy out there covering Cardinal Sports 4K or WC that I haven't had a chance to get it up. So I do want to let everybody know you're hearing it first here, the results of the Annandale Area Chamber of Commerce Chili Cook-Off. Finishing in third place with 14% of the vote is Remax Integrity. Finishing in second place with 17% of the vote is Lake Central Bank. And we'll get to hear from a couple of representatives of Lake Central Bank in the second half of our show. Both Riley and Alec Fournier work for Lake Central Bank, also the chairs of the 4th of July committee. And the winner of the chili cook-off was the Annandale Fire Department, finishing with 18% of the vote. And you wonder how that breaks down. The difference between first and second was just three votes. First place, 59 votes. Second place, 56 votes. And third place, 46 votes. So great turnout. Thanks to everybody who both came out and tried the chili. And, of course, all of our great businesses that came out and cooked and showed off their skills for everybody. We're going to move on to our next event, which is coming up this next Friday afternoon. I'm going to hand a microphone over here. To Jim Marshall, I'll hand another one over here. Rick, you want to start with a microphone? Got a, got a couple different people here. Make sure we've got everybody's microphone turned up, Rick. I think yours is just, just on. I'm joined by Jim Marsh, who he and his wife own Vintage Patina. Also, Rick Seagraves is sitting here with Edina Realty, and Terry Sullivan over here with Classic Rides and Rods as well. Uh, Jim, you're kind of the brainchild between the 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 chamber's newest event, which is the Heart of the Lakes Cruise In. Talk about what it is and how did you get it get it started? Well, thank you. Uh, you know, I think for years people have talked about wanting to get together for a cruise in or a car show, have some fun, have another event for people to come down to the great uh, city of Annandale. Uh, so this was kind of an idea we talked about a, a few times with the chamber over the years, but uh, finally putting it together with a few folks. Looking, ex looking forward to it. We're going to do it the second Friday of the month from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock, June through September. So four events. Our first event's going to be next Friday. Um, everybody's welcome. Old cars, trucks, motorcycles, whatever you want. Let's get some cool cars into town. And uh, it's going to be centered around the city parking lot and then run down uh, Cedar Street towards Excelsior. We're going to close it off and everybody come down and have a great time. So kind of rather than what we call, call city, city Hall Square and then the Clock Tower Park and, and down that direction, down towards Vintage Patina, that, uh, that direction. So Absolutely. Yeah, anybody can come, any kind of car. Rick, how did you get your start with, with this committee? Um, well, I mean, we talked about it years ago, and it just kind of fizzled out a couple of different times. There wasn't enough of a driving force 
to get it to come to fruition. But um, once I heard about it and was asked to help out, I was like, yeah, any way I can help out. I mean, I'm a car guy through and through, obviously do as much as I can with the community. And anytime there's a opportunity to gather with a bunch of people to showcase not just their individual cars, so locals with their cars, but bring outside people then to showcase the city, I mean, there's absolutely no reason not to get on board. Uh, you said you're a car guy. I know that you you found a you found a nice one not not all that long ago. You've been working on. Tell people about the car that you're going to be bringing out. Well, it's it's not going to be done, but it's close enough. I have no interior in it yet, but it's a '63 Ford Falcon Sprint. Um, those who don't know a Sprint, it's got kind of a cool story. Uh, if this car wasn't made for a half of a year, a Ford Mustang would actually never have existed. Really. Okay. And as far as it not being quite done, I, I think I've talked to enough car guys to know that when you're rebuilding a car, it's it's never quite done. There's always something else that you want to work on on it. So yeah, it'll I'm, never be done. But <laughs> when I say not done, I have literally no interior in my car other than two seats. Well, that's, um, at, at, least, it, at least you've got something to sit on. So but that's, from the outside, you, know. you can never tell. <laughs> awesome. Uh, hand the microphone over to, to Terry. Terry, you work with Classic Cars on a, on a daily basis with Classic Rides and Rods right here in Annandale. Talk about your involvement with with the event. Yeah, the, the, uh, <clears throat> Jimmy gave me a call about uh, uh, helping out with uh, doing the car show and the, ca the car cruise in. Um, we've been doing a car show and a cruise in at the at Classic Rides and Rods for a few years, so I dropped all the uh, cruise ins for the summer that we do, and I've, we've always wanted to do one downtown. We talked about it several years ago about doing it and just never got it put together, so it's a real opportunity, and Classic Cars have been just absolutely through the roof with uh, uh, numbers of people ordering them and buying them ever since covid they've our, our business has almost tripled um so it's uh the guys are out there and they want to get, get want to get their cars out um usually uh, you know i don't know how many cars we'll have there but normally it's somewhere around 100 150 something like that we're we're, we're hoping on and as the summer grows more and more so in the in the city the uh, businesses downtown, some of the ones that stay open a little later are all excited about you know, having some people around, you know, some nice looking cars and, and being able to come over to their shops and buy things at, uh, you know, the local restaurants and bars. Absolutely, and that's uh, right on Main Street in Andale, or just off of Main Street, there's a City Hall, uh, City Hall Square parking lot there and, and Clock Tower Park, so plenty of parking on Main Street for those people that want to come down and just enjoy the event and you don't necessarily want to bring your car, so don't, don't be afraid to come down, down on Main Street. There's also a parking lot just off of Main Street, uh, back behind Rendezvous Bar, the city, the city parking lot there, so plenty of parking downtown. Uh, the Main Street fully, fully completed now and open, and like you said, there's plenty of stuff, businesses that'll be open a little bit later and of course the the restaurants and bars and stuff right on main street there as well and off main street as well and a great opportunity for people to come out and enjoy annandale so uh, jim how did you you're i know you're a car guy too i know i, I, I you know talked to your your son used to ride my bus and even before he was before he was even old enough to think about driving he was already rebuilding cars so I, talk about where your passion comes from from this stuff uh, just, you know, grew up with an uncle who had a body shop, kind of always had some old cars around. I had one brother that was into 57 Chevys and another brother that was into 58 Fords. And somehow I got into DeSoto's at an early age, uh, like 15. And then my son uh, tried to outdo me and got his first DeSoto at age 11. So uh, we like tinkering around with them and cruising around. And, we, and I've always taught the kids, if you drive an old car, it's a different world. You drive a new car around, you're invisible, nothing happens. You drive an old car, everybody wants to talk to you, waving at you, getting some friendly smiles, just a completely different world. So, 
a lot of well, fun. Well, and, and those old cars, you can actually, you can work on. You open the hood on an old car, and you can tell where things are. You open the hood on a new car, and it's like there's a case over the top of the things that basically says do not touch. Yep, so, so true. So it, it, it's nice to be able to work on some of those old ones. Tell people again uh, about the times of the event and uh, when they're going to be. Okay, again, so it's the second Friday of the month, June through September. First one's coming up next Friday, June 10th, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., uh, we're going to try and have people kind of funnel in by the light on 55 by McDonald's at Excelsior and then come down Cedar from that way, but you can get there from Oak as well. We'll start parking people at the City Hall parking lot and then head back towards Excelsior up Cedar. Uh, if we get too many cars, we can spread out all over the place. We'll, we've got plenty of uh, space in uh, Annandale to bring as many cars, motorcycles, trucks as you want. So looking forward to a good event. And say that if we have too many cars, that's a that's a fantastic problem to have, especially for the first time. Jim, thank you so much again. You can find more information about this. They have their own Facebook page, Heart of the Lakes Cruising. Search for them on Facebook. We'll also have information on the Annandale Area Chamber of Commerce page about the event too. Jim, Rick, and Terry, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back to talk Annandale Fourth of July. You'll always. Find great homestyle meals at the Homestyle Country Cafe on Highway 55 in Annandale. Open seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Come in for their daily lunch specials, and breakfast is served all day. On Tuesdays, they feature their all-you-can-eat spaghetti, and on Wednesdays, come in for their all-you-can-eat chicken. And don't forget the dessert. The Homestyle Country Cafe is known for their fresh homemade pies and baked goods. The Homestyle Country Cafe on Highway 55 in Annandale. Hello, Central Minnesota. This is Jeff Lundquist with the Heart of the Lakes team at eXp Realty in Annandale. Buying and selling real estate today is an adventure. I would love to be your guide through that adventure. Give me a call at 612-598-2415. I have many years of experience. I know this business and I know the area very well. I have a great team of real estate professionals behind me. We would love to help you. Again, Jeff Lundquist, Heart of the Lakes team, EXP Realty in Annandale. And welcome back, everybody, here to Breakfast at the Homestyle. I'm your host, Jeremy Wheeler. I'm also the president of the Annandale Area Chamber of Commerce. And I think when most people think about Annandale, one of the first things they think about is the Annandale Fourth of July celebration, which has been ongoing for, I, I'm losing track of the number of years. It's been, what, 100 and 120? 133. 133 years. <clears throat> Minus that that one year that we don't like to talk about back in back in 2020, but I, I'm joined here by by Riley and Alec Fournier, who stepped in as the chairs. It was that it was in 2020. Yeah. It's a longtime chair. John Volden decided he had uh, he had had enough, and you guys were crazy enough to step in. I'm glad you guys did, so I, I didn't get stuck with doing some of that kind of stuff. But uh, it, it was a crazy first year. Let's let's walk back through that because I mean we 2020, and then even even 2021. I know Riley, when you and I sat down a month or two ago and, and talked, and just kind of reminiscing to where we were last year at this time, because last year at this time, I think people forget there were all sorts of restrictions and things we were actually looking at moving the 4th of July to completely do a new venue to open things up and, and really change stuff talk about the process that it's been since you since you took over yeah so when we took over from John Bolden who did a fantastic job and big shoes to fill we did not anticipate a global pandemic happening so we uh, definitely tried to weasel our way out of that in 2020 and get that back to John but he found a way to stick it with us and so 2020 we unfortunately as everybody know had to cancel it was not a great 
great way to start our uh, involvement in the fourth, but still, you know, it, it had to be done. And then in 2021, as you mentioned, there was a lot of restrictions. So we actually, at this point in time, we're planning two totally different celebrations, one traditional celebration and one down at the elementary school, um, just because of the restrictions and how everything was. But we were fortunate that all the restrictions were lifted and we had a normal celebration last year. And actually, I wouldn't even say normal. We had a blowout celebration last year, mm -hmm. our biggest um, one. And it was just a blast to be together. So looking forward to a, another normal year and one that's even normal in the planning process. <laughs> uh, it, you, you said it was a blowout celebration last year. I know I, I, I was there at the, the end of it. I, the, the, the fabulous armadillos who always come on the on the 4th of July, it, biggest crowd I had ever seen. I heard vendors. Last year was a four-day celebration versus the normal five, just kind of how the calendar fell, and we weren't sure what we were looking at with stuff. And I heard people, food vendors, the Anand Alliance, and other people talk about that they sold as much or more in four days than they did in the five-day celebration. So everybody was anxious to come out. Yeah, we actually saw last year that everything, tickets, on the rides and the carnival, plus all the food was up 20 to 25% across the board. I think everybody was just really excited to get out and back to normal and see each other and spend some time outside uh, listening to some fun music and being at the carnival. So it was a lot of fun. We're hoping for another great turnout like that again this year. Absolutely. Now, the first question is, before we even start talking about the celebration, can we can we guarantee good weather is 75-ish or so, no no rain? We, have we you put don't it, like 110? I, I was not a big fan of 110 last year. That, that uh, The 4th of July, of course, fell on Sunday last year, which means the parade was even a little later. It was a 2 o'clock start for the parade. And I, thankfully, actually, Jim Marsh, our last guest, they were they, they invited me and they had a big gathering in their yard. I got to I got to sit underneath one of his trees, so it was not, uh, not bad. But it, it was it was kind of a scorcher last year. Have we, have we put our order into Mother Nature for some good weather? You know, I don't ask for anything other than no rain. So <laughs> I apologize for any heat we may or may not have. <laughs> well, and that's right. Some people really like the heat. I'm I'm one of those guys that that I, when you know people are complaining about uh, about the wind chill, I always say in January and I. I'll, I'll take 30 below any time over 95 and humid. We so. are opposite, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's the reaction that I get. So, you know, I, I, I'm just I'm just kind of built that way. So, but let's do, we've got a great celebration planned for this year. Talk about some of the things that are that are coming up for people. Yeah, we've got uh, what looks like uh, hopefully a normal schedule. So kind of what people are used to is gonna gonna be the usual with this. So we start off the ambassadors. Annandale Ambassador Program always has a few events kind of prior to the normal celebration kicking off. So they've got a dessert social that they're doing this year that you can kind of go and meet the candidates. That's going to be Thursday, June 9th. So actually next week, the day, next week day before the drive-in. So you can go out and meet the candidates there. And then they always do a kickoff to the 4th of July Gala, which is gonna be at Southbrook this year. A little different structure to that and that's going to be Friday, June 24th, the week before everything starts. And then we're really excited. The carnival and all the main events are going to kick off Thursday, June 30th. Uh, we get to start with you guys, actually. Uh, our the big event that we have that night down at the carnival is the KRWC Roadshow, which is always a lot of fun. Come down, mm -hmm. a lot of crowd interaction, some prizes that you guys give away. Uh, so we're really excited to get it started with that. 
Yeah, it, it, that's one of our one of our favorite events to come on out. And like you said, it's a uh, fun and prizes, and you know anybody can come out, anybody can win. It's just a just a lot of fun. And for sure. Uh, so yeah, that's four weeks from today. So four weeks from today is the official kind of kickoff to the celebration that Thursday, June thirtieth, as we mentioned. And then Friday we kind of hit the ground running. Carnival opens at noon. We have our traditional. The Boys Scouts will be doing lots of bingo throughout the five day celebration. And then we have music in the park Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night. So Friday we. Have have music in the park with Josie Satin. She's a new uh, performer for us, so we're excited about her. We also have our traditional cake by the lake, pie in the park, and brownies with the band that's done by our all-night grad party. So lots of fun entertainment there. We have our softball tournament going on Friday, Saturday, Sunday this year as well. Saturday, we're looking at music in the park. The Jolly Ramblers will be there. We've got bingo. We also have the kitty parade in the morning, so that's always happening down by the middle school. 9.30 is where you can line up. And uh, then on Sunday, we have music in the park by the Andal Community Band, as well as our boat parade. And then Monday, we hit the 4th of July, the big the big day. So we've got the parade at 10 a.m. Carnival will be open up beginning at noon. And throughout the day, we've got bingo going on, the ambassador coronation, and, of course, the fabulous armadillos starting at 7 p.m. And then fireworks happening around dusk. And then this year, we also actually have a new event that's going to be happening. Alec can talk a little bit more about it. We are going to be bringing in a bass mobile, so some different fishing things. So people that might be listening that are interested in fishing, we're really excited about this event. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the Annandale community has been building a little momentum around the fishing team that we have and have mm-hmm. going on, and there's more kids involved in that and some more coaches. And so one of the members that helps with that is Adam Harvey in town and he's got a big passion for fishing and he's been following the Bassmobile is what Riley mentioned powered by Catch Company so they basically took a big truck and a giant camper and they decked it out so that it looks just like a bass and they travel on the country going to different celebrations like this and they bring out all their equipment and a bunch of different games and it's all around fishing so anyone that Uh, likes fishing a a little bit or a lot come check this out they're going to have all their different gear that you can talk to them about and see the newest uh, trends with that stuff as well as there's going to be some games for the kids and the family to to participate in so that's going to be a fun event and then the other thing that we've got coming related to that is on Saturday from 1 to 4 Sam Rarden Fishing who is a professional fisher is going to become doing uh, a demonstration and a Q&A so anyone that wants to learn some new tips and tricks for fishing or you know in, in theory how to catch the biggest fish you possibly can he's going to have uh, some fun insights for that for people to learn from. That, that sounds like something that, that I should intend I, I I mentioned earlier when we were talking off air about you know wanting to take the pontoon out, but it's the uh, I'll throw a line in, but it's my if you want to catch a fish, it's my 11 year old that goes out there. We can we can throw the same bait in the same spot, and he pulls in a giant fish, and I, I pull in a weed, so I, I can use all the all the help that I can get with that. The the bassmobile is that something? Is that I, I maybe I missed? Is, is that going to be there the entire celebration, or is that going to be is there a special time? For it's going to be there Saturday and Sunday from noon to five. So okay. that will be down by if you know where the music in the park normally. Is mm-hmm. not not on the day of the fourth, but where we have like the Annandale Community Band down by the covered pavilion by the lake. That's where they're going to be set up, right in that same area. So right it'll be set up in area. the shade. So if you don't like the heat as much, uh, there'll be a little relief there. But they're going to have all their games and such set out in the lawn there for for you to move around. And the fishing demonstration will actually be under that covered pavilion down there. 
and plenty of room down there in the park if you're bringing the kids with and worried that they're not gonna not gonna be able to stay focused that just needs room lots of room down there in the park and of course the the fishing dock and the swimming beach and everything is yep, down there lots as well, of room so. there otherwise give them a couple of strips of tickets and let them go to town and you can maybe learn a few things undistracted on the fishing and let the kids enjoy a few rides there you go that, that that's a win-win for everybody so uh, talk about the current same carnival that we've had in the past talk about um when Pre-sale tickets generally go on sale. Talk about some of that kind of pre-sale stuff. Pre-sale tickets are going on sale tomorrow. Uh, they're starting. So you can get those. It's one strip of 10 tickets for $20, which is uh, a big savings if you're going to buy them mm -hmm. down at the carnival. Uh, anywhere from 50 cents to a dollar savings per ticket, depending on how many you buy at the carnival. But uh, So get those tickets. They're at available a number of locations around town. Um, let's see if I can get the list right here, but they're going to be at Marketplace, Holiday and Casey's. Both those gas stations will have some. They'll be at Lake Central Bank. Kaz Hardware has some, so when you're stopping in there to get some little things to fix up the house, make sure you get your tickets. Thrifty White will have them, and then also Petty Brothers. So a number of locations, all your usual places that you go throughout the week uh, that you can stop in and grab those. Then just a common question that we often get is, how many tickets do I need per ride? And one of the reasons we love partnering with the Carnival and have for so many years is they're just really family-oriented and a family fun show. That's what they're all about. It is just one ticket per ride. They've always been that way. And um, they do honor past tickets. And so if you have some from last year, they'll honor those as well. So, uh, yeah, make sure to grab your tickets early. Uh, and say, I'll, I'll agree with the past tickets. I know that uh, I, I bought tickets, pro honestly, probably before the pandemic. They, they rode around in my wallet, and they fi finally got used by the kids last year, and there was no questions at all about them. You had them the ticket, then yeah. kids go for a ride, and it is it is great. They've got a great variety of rides, stuff for the big kids, stuff for the little kids, stuff for uh, stuff for, for adults that still think they're kids. That's definitely not, that's not me anymore, so I, I'm all done spinning around in circles and, and, and such, but lots of great stuff out there. Now, you guys, obviously, you took over the 4th of July. You've got a little bit of a passion for it. Uh, what's your, Riley, what's your favorite thing that happens over the 4th of July? You know, there's a lot of favorites for me. I So prior to John Volden being chair of the 4th, my dad was actually chair of the 4th. And so I've been involved with it for as long as I can remember. And so probably my favorite part of the 4th of July is down at the fireworks when everybody it's just the whole community and everybody's running around and there's so much commotion and there's carnival games and there's ride noise and there's the armadillos going and those fireworks start and the entire community just gets quiet and you can just look around and just think this is such a great community that we live in so probably my favorite piece is that okay how about you alec uh for me i'm a big ride guy so a little bit the opposite of you i, I love going on the rides and doing the roller coasters and all that stuff so i love doing that and family fun shows is great they've always got a great crew that helps out with that and they make it a lot of fun so we currently have a two and a one year old that i'm working on training them uh to lake ride so that i'll have someone to go with me because riley doesn't do so great on them so i'm looking for some some partners to help with that and the great thing about the carnival is they're open the whole time any any time there's fourth activities going mm -hmm. on so thursday night friday saturday Sunday money Monday they're gonna be open the whole time so you can you can go in and get your fill of those uh, I know I'll be down there trying to enjoy a few of those as well and, and if I'm not mistaken last year on the fourth with that crowd the, the ride stayed open even later than we anticipated them I know when I was trying to you know trying to make my way out of the the maze from everybody leaving the armadillos the rides were still packed and everybody was still everybody was still having a great time so yeah they the carnival is great about that that they will pretty much stay open as long as there's people down there hanging out and having a good time they'll, they'll 
stay open and let people ride uh, pretty much as, as late as they want. Normally on the nights leading up to the 4th, that's around 10, 11 o'clock. Usually everyone kind of hits their end point then, but on the 4th, they'll stay open 11, 12 o'clock as late as people are down there uh, uh, having fun doing that. What, one thing I wanted to, you, you mentioned the, the cake in the lake and pie in the park and Anna know all night ready to talk about the Boy Scouts. I talked about the, the lions and a lot of stuff. And that's maybe one thing people don't necessarily realize as opposed to some other celebrations. This this isn't necessarily a moneymaker for the chamber, but it's an opportunity for a lot of our local organizations and businesses to raise funds out there. The All Night Grad Party, the Cake by the Lake, and that is one of their big fundraisers for the summer. I know it is the same with the with the Lions Club and St. John's Church and uh, a lot of those organizations. Maybe, maybe talk about that difference. Yeah, it's amazing, honestly. Not only is it a great way for them to be able to fundraise, and we're so glad that we are able to provide that for them, but it's a, just a huge shout out and compliment to what our community is all about. The number of volunteer hours that is put behind this event is phenomenal. And when you think about staffing, the Lions staffing or the All Night Grab Party staffing or whoever it might be, the Free Church staffing their booth, it's a lot of time and it's a lot of commitment, but they are just so excited to do it and be involved in the community. And we have volunteers, they are volunteering for that. And then we have a number of volunteers, you know, that help with the parade or help put the kitty parade together or a number of other things. There's so many people that make this event possible. Um, you know, I, it's just really appreciated. And so we are grateful for that and grateful for all the hard work that everybody puts into it. Absolutely. We're, we're down to just about our last five minutes here of the show. I, I did want to kind of not necessarily deviate from the 4th, but in addition to the chair of the 4th of July, you're also the chair of the Annandale Ambassador Committee, which is, you know, if people aren't sure what the Ambassador Committee is, it's it's the Miss Annandale, the, the Queens, we typically would refer to them as. Talk about some of the events that you've got coming up and the, the candidates as we head towards coronation in, in just about a month. Yeah, we're really excited about it. So we have uh, we have a number of great candidates this year. And one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is, so the Andale Ambassador Program, we are really about just being involved in the community. And so the connection that it has to the 4th of July is phenomenal. And so this year we have two big events that are coming up, one being our Meet the Candidates event next Thursday, family fun event, $5 for adults, $3 for kids. It's going to be only about a 10-minute program, and so that's different than in years past. And we've got yard games and just a ton of stuff for them to run around and play and it's all about dessert so have a dessert and just enjoy and then we've got our kickoff to the gala which is a nice cocktail party and just really a fun time for the community to come together and a lot a lot less formal program for that as well the ambassador really committee really changing it up this year and and making it more maybe more more schedule friendly too for some of that stuff because the gala seemed like it was always like a a five or six hour event from the time you got there to did the formal dinner and the, exactly. and the formal program and now it's just a three hour quick and come and enjoy some outside time and some inside time at, at yep. Southbrook so uh, we're, we're just about out of time if people want more information of course they can come to the Annadale Area Cham Chamber of Commerce Facebook page but the 4th of July has its own website as well tell us about the the website address and how people can get in touch with uh, with you if, if they've got questions yes yeah, so two of the best ways to make sure that you know everything that's going on with the fourth one is that we just put our event out on the chamber site and in that discussion tab is where we'll give any type of update so make sure that you're there and then our fourth of July website and until fourth of that has all the information as well and then Alec 
and I's contact information is on that website, so you can contact us if you have any questions or concerns. Uh, but we're looking forward to a really great year, and thank you guys so much for having us today. Well, thank you very much for joining us. I, I still can't quite wrap my head around the fact that the 4th of July is is just a month away. I'm, I, I feel like we had snow like three weeks ago, and now all of a sudden... <laughs> Now all of a sudden it's the 4th of July. But Riley, Alec, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you all out there listening for joining us here as well. We will be back the first Thursday of July with our next show. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and the radio station for more information about our guests.